Thank you for listening to the Faith Bible Church podcast. If you'd like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit us at faithbiblemd.org. I want to thank all the folks who shared. Uh, you just, you know, you just crack that open. You're like, hey, whatever the Lord lays on these people's hearts, that's, that's going to be what he wants to say. And truly, he, his spirit has been here with us and speaking to us and challenging us. And, and uh, I'm excited about what the Lord has in store for Faith Bible Church in the next however many years to come till uh, maybe another 30 or maybe Jesus will come back soon. But either way, we'd be faithful to him. Amen. Uh, last week, we talked about being laid bare. The word of God cuts away everything, exposing the thoughts and the intents of our hearts we will not be able to hide our sin and unbelief, whether alive or dead spiritually. All will be made known. It was a very challenging thought. Nothing is hidden from God. It's kind of scary to realize that God has unfiltered access to your innermost thoughts. I'm very thankful that I did not have social media growing up because way too much stuff would have been posted that I never would have wanted any of you people to ever see or hear about. But you know, <laughs> but you know, God saw it all. All of it. Uh-oh. Means I'm in big trouble. Well, not necessarily. Are you ready for another therefore? Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 14. Hebrews 4:14. 4, therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things as we are yet without sin. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And certainly, I felt like that is so fitting for what Montana said. Mercy and help in our time of need. Yes, there's exciting, great things. And yes, there's hard things. And Jesus is there for us all in all. Since we will all be laid bare, since nothing is hidden from God, praise the Lord, we have a great high priest. Not a high priest of the Jewish order who can only go into the holy of holies in the Jewish temple. No, we have a great high priest, one who is in heaven, one who is coming directly to God himself because he is the son of God. He's literally talking to God on your behalf. Question. What would you like him to say? He's right there, right now. What's he going to report about you? I think if you believe that, you would be on your face every morning asking for forgiveness and help and strength and blessings. Jesus wants to make intercession for you. Give him something to work with. God knows everything you've done, everything you said, everything you've thought. Probably some humility would be good. Some giving of thanks, some praises would be appropriate. If you have some things you need to confess, ignoring those facts is probably not a good idea. Since we have so great a high priest, the author says, hold fast to our confession. Exercise your faith. I'm trusting in your promises, Jesus. You promised you'd forgive me if I confess. Please forgive me. And then 
Confess your sins. He is faithful and just to forgive you. This is what the promise says. And to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. After all, Jesus was human. He knows, he remembers what it's like. He knows how much pain hurts, how hard life is, how hunger and exhaustion wear us down, how the corrupt, the rich, the powerful can manipulate, persecute, and the fact that we are just so often trying to survive day to day, just trying to get through it, how grief and sorrow breaks our hearts. We can even, he can even empathize with people who are caught up in that tangled web of sin. As he says here, we have this high priest who can sympathize as he was tempted in all things. Jesus was tempted in all things. Jesus remembers what it's like to be human, to be poor and oppressed, rejected and scorned. He also remembers how it felt to have family and to have friends, how to love and be loved, what it was like spending time with people working together, laughing together, forming these bonds, eating together, worshiping together. I wonder how much it filled his heart with joy to be in a synagogue on the Sabbath or on the hillside teaching people about God and, and just seeing the people so eager to learn, to join in the festivals and the, the feasts and to hear them recite the, the Psalms and the scriptures, his words. These people so limited in knowledge and ability, so fragile and prone to sickness and disease and the lies of the enemy, their lives so short, and yet here they are trying, and their souls are crying out to God, and he was sitting right there with them, hearing them and feeling it all with them. The author of Hebrews informs us that Jesus doesn't forget any of that. He gets where we're coming from because he's been here. He was here. It's always bitter and sweet to go back over old pictures, right? And to reminisce. A picture reflects a moment in time that was memorable and fun. And I have 15 years of great memories here at Faith Bible Church. The Lord allowed the McNutts to come here in 2007. I was just 36 years old. I was young, eh? I don't know, real young. Roberto, our oldest, was 12. Ricky was 10, and Tony was 7. And many of the people here, your families, were all around the same ages. And we wanted our children to learn about Jesus, to grow in their faith. So did all the other people that were here at the same time. We found people with the same values that we had. So Robbie joined youth group led by Greg, and Ricky and Tony went into the uh, Awana program, and Eliana and I jumped in to help as Awana leaders, and I would, every Sunday night, raid uh, Melissa's treats and find the starbursts that I wanted and stole those from the kids. I would do that every week. Eliana would taught Sunday school and ladies' evening Bible study, and we started a small group in our home, as Emily mentioned. And of course, I started expository preaching ministry in 2000 to 2010. We learned the book of... Nobody remembers. First service remembered. Matthew. We did Matthew. In 2010, we did the book of Daniel. In 2011, we did 1 Peter. Between 11 and 12, we did Ezra. 2012, 1 Thessalonians. 
from 13 to 15, we did big, long Old Testament book, 1 Samuel, and that's when our video ministry started. Prior to that, we have six years of sermons on some CDs somewheres. So uh, if you want them, they're available. And uh, maybe somebody wants to take those and download them and start a podcast for us or something like that. 2015, we did 2 Thessalonians 15 to 16, Titus. 2016 to 19, we did... There we go. Oh, Jeremiah. 20 to 22... One person remembers. We just finished that book, guys. We did Luke, and now we're studying Hebrews. Hebrews. It wasn't long before my sons were serving in youth praise team and then on to the regular worship team, and uh, this is what we've been doing for the last 15 years. There was 150 folks here when I started, and you know what? Half of them are still here. Went through the directory and counted the names of the people and some of the OGs, there's still 75 of you here. And that's quite a thing when you consider how transient this area is of people moving in and out. And then over 15 years, how many people have passed on that we still have this many people here. And uh, lots of you still remember the early days as Dave's talked about the, the pink trailer and people talked about the three services, cramming 15 kids into what is now our photocopy room for Sunday school. That's what we had. And we just shoved Garrett and Tony and all of them right down in there and they were bouncing off the walls. I, could, I couldn't say which is my favorite memory, but if I did have to choose, I think it, it was always going to be whenever the youth praise band was on. I have loved that since day one, the way that Faith Bible Church had the kids integrated into the ministries, even willing to stand up here and lead worship. And right away, I, I wanted to maintain that as part of the culture of Faith Bible Church. And now there are plans in the works to launch a new youth praise band this fall, probably the seventh edition. I was counting them up, Hannah. This was probably the seventh edition of C4 Youth Band. And then we've had all these mission trips, uh, so many people have gone over the years. Who's gone on a missions trip? Raise your hand. People that have been on missions trips here. We've done a lot of those. Uh, I, I was looking at the uh, pictures. Uh, I love looking at the pictures of the kids, right? I had one in there. It was, uh, it was Tony and Garrett and Jason and, and, um, and Elliot all real little and, and how everyone's grown so much since then. And, and then I look at some of you. It's like, wow, man, Greg's really gotten old, you know, since he's been here. <laughs> But the pictures also, as you went through that slideshow, they, they reminded us of our loved ones and our friends and our family who, who aren't here anymore. Some of them have moved on even this past year, the Medinas and the Northams and the Vocals, probably, probably Norma and Eric are even watching even now, and they are wishing they were with us. And then, of course, there's those who uh, have passed on, and uh, I thought it would be appropriate to, uh, to just take a moment and uh, everybody knows what this is, right? This hangs up in the, uh, in the office wing over here by the offices. And let me read you just the, just the ones that I have done funerals for since 2007. And we had Jeannie Berner and, and Jim Townsend, Pete Austin, Bill Mitchell, Cindy Osterman, that's Jimmy's mom. Nancy Baird, Brooks Rice, Steve's family, Wayne Abernathy, Betty Hudson, Angie May, Nancy Harrison, Hanson, 
Helen Harris, Mary Howland, Heather Wallace, Audrey Austin, Steve Tippett, Vi Maxfield, and Al Galat, Bill Knott, Michael Shores, Margaret Nelson. This is getting tough. Steve Shellhammer, Norman McTiernan, Charlie Stillian, Rob Myers, Bobby Joy, and now we're going to be adding Lee Hopple, Christine and Sal's mom. We are all wishing these folks were still with us. But we know we're going to see them again. Amen? We know they have finished their race. They have received their rewards. So we can't be resentful of their gains. Paul said, for me to live is Christ. And to die is, is gain. How the Lord has used Faith Bible Church to bless me in more ways than I could ever imagine. In 2007, I just graduated seminary. My student visa was due to expire. We were on the verge of being homeless, jobless. And if nobody offered me anything, we were going to get shipped back to Canada. And oh yeah, we were flat broke. We had no money. But God laid it on the hearts of the good people here to say, yeah, we got this stack of resumes with all these Americans, and it's going to be cheaper and easier to go with one of them. But Let's give, this, let's give this Canadian who none of us know from Adam, let's give him a shot at being our pastor. And then we had this whole whirlwind trip back to Canada to get the proper documents. And it was supposed to be overnight trip to the border, and it turned into a whole week and a half there. And then we got stuck in a snowstorm in May, in Maine, because that's what it does in Maine. It snows in May. And we were trapped up there and barely got back in time for me to walk across the stage, get my diploma. And that was Saturday. And then Sunday, I walked up onto this stage, and we started in. Uh, preaching a genealogy through the book of Matthew. That's what we did. But yeah, what seemed like impossible, God put it all together, and then we had a new family and a new church and a new community and a place to raise and provide for my children. And since we have been here, I've had a few churches contact me over the years and say, would you like to candidate for an opening that we have? And I'm like, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. God sent me here. Faith Bible Church gave me a shot. And when nobody else was interested in me, you guys were here for us. And as long as you want me, I'm here. And even long after you don't want me anymore, too bad, you're stuck with me now. This is it, right? And I'm just amazed at what God has been doing. Because I did not imagine any of this. All the conferences, the retreats, the missions trips, the building project, all this growth. I've been able to bring people onto our missions program that I went to college with. A young man that I was his youth pastor, Ileana taught him in high school. We brought them on to partner together, do ministry. Just this past week, I had lunch with uh, John Evans, who's the president of Good News Jail and Prison Ministries. And he was telling me about how he took his son off to college this fall to be a freshman. And that's where we met. We had met back in college and now 33 years later, we're still 
partnering together to serve the Lord, to bring the good news of Jesus to people all over the world. We're doing that together. Faith Bible Church and that ministry, we're doing this work. How would I ever known that that's what I would be doing with my life? It's what God had plans. I didn't plan to build a counseling ministry with Eliana. I did not pitch that to the church when we first got here 15 years ago. God had that in mind. I didn't know Jennifer Foxworthy or what God was going to do with her life. I didn't know Mike and Sherry Shores. I didn't know Robin Rich Myers. I didn't know Tom and Michelle Weaver. I didn't know any of the plans that God had for any of these people. But God knew and he wanted to use Faith Bible Church to birth and to grow these ministries. I didn't know how to build a $3.5 million building. I didn't have any money to pay for it, but God had a way and he had the right people in the right place to build it and to pay for it all. And here we are a year later, got this thing all paid for. What a blessing. I had no clue how to, still praising God for that miracle. I had no clue how to do a video ministry. A YouTube channel, I didn't know what YouTube was in 2007, but God used Steve Tibbet to birth that idea. And now we have over 90,000 views on our channel. An additional 250 to 300 people watch our services each week. I met Steve Coy about probably 13 years ago. He comes roaring into the parking lot on the motorcycle and gets out, you know, big kind of scary dude. He comes into the church. He says, hey, I'm Pastor Steve Coy. Lord laid it on my heart to come talk to you. You want to get lunch and have a monthly prayer together? And I just smiled because I like lunch. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. But that was something I'd done in Canada with some other pastors. And I really missed that. So God sent Steve my way and got to know him. And I'm like, man, what a cool guy. I really would enjoy somehow, some way teaming up with him. Never imagined what God had in mind, that he would eventually put Steve and Kim here to bless Faith Bible Church, serving all these needy people, proclaiming and showing the love of Jesus. And that was a long, painful journey for the Coys, but what the enemy meant for evil, God has used it for good, and God has been doing a great work through their ministry here. And I, I, would, I wouldn't want to miss out on talking about dear Brother Rod and Carol Ann Spade. They have served this church and this community in every position imaginable. And we are so blessed when they came back here to fellowship with us, their example of faithfulness and wisdom, it has meant so much to us just on a weekly basis being here. I never imagined any of this stuff back in 2007. Paul wrote in Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus for all generations. Dick Neville was up here this morning talking about, you know, Sue actually shared. She was one of the first people to speak. And she shared, like, from the beginning, her talking about the kids, the grandkids, the great-grandchildren, from generation to generation. That's what Paul's talking about. Through Jesus Christ, be glorified in all generations. And that's what God has done to bless me through Faith Bible Church, through all of you. He's done exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or imagine. And because of this, we give him all the glory. Jesus Christ, our great high priest, sits at the right hand of God. And in that heavenly council, the Trinity determines. Look at that little church down there in Southern Maryland. 
Look at those people reading our word and trying to live it out authentically. Listen to their prayers for help and blessing. Let's impart our mercy upon them. Let us show them our glory. To him be glory in the church. The author writes, by Christ Jesus. Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace that we will receive mercy and find grace in our time of need. The author tells us to draw near with confidence. We don't boast in our 30 years of all that we have done. We don't vaunt our own gifts and talents. We just give praise to our great high priest who gives us the confidence to come boldly into the throne of God and to say, thank you, God. Please bless us with more of your glory. May we see great things for another 30 years. Amen. Lord, Lord Jesus, we just thank you now for all that you've done and all that you're continuing to do. Thank you for all of the good legacy of faith and commitment that has been shown over the years, the answered prayers, the blessings we've received, and that gives us such hope knowing that going forward, through the hard times, through the pain, through the trials, you experienced all these things. You were tried and tested in all these things, and you now stand as our great high priest, as our advocate before God the Father, standing there making intercession. And now we come as Faith Bible Church, as individually and collectively, and we say, may you receive the glory. May you receive the honor. We thank you for all of this, and we pray for many more things. We pray that you will put your hand upon us, that you will bless us, that you will keep us from the evil, and that you will expand us, and you will do great things. We have seen it before. We want to see you do it again. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.